Ricard. Welcome to the Get Rick Podcast. Anyway, let's just jump into the Elani 1995 Fantasy Football League Week 4 Review and Week 5 Preview. Starting from the top, I went 3-3 three and three in my predictions last week. Lamarville Universe did beat IB or Clyde, uh, 138-125. to 125. Brent went with the strange move of not using Lamar Jackson, who I predicted would have a comeback. I, I don't know, that's a pretty bold move. It's pretty lucky that my last five players decided to stink it up and I wasn't able to beat them. But uh, on my side, Russ did have the regression that I predicted, so it didn't really uh, follow through on OBJ and Mark Andrews' strong games. Overall, again, uh, I think I had Mike Evans, Mike Davis, and uh, Joe Mixon and Miles Gaskin looking like pretty strong. The only one that was wrong about was Miles Gaskin, but yeah, he did a pretty good job winning the high week there. Next game. I was wrong about this one. I had Royce beating John, but TB Determined beat Fantasy Team 135 to 108. I was kind of right, though, because I did say Jonathan Taylor and Miles Sanders had tough matchups. Both of them underperformed. And I did say if Brady pulls out some shit, you know, John could do well. And Brady did have the five touchdowns there. That was enough to, well, he also had some strong performances from McLaren and Antonio Gibson, and always helps when your kicker goes for 14. Good enough for almost pulling off the high week, and it definitely beat Royce, who had the strong performance from Dak, and then the rest of the lineup kind of fizzles out after some uh, team performers from uh, Devontae Parker, Tyreek Hill, Mark Ingram actually had 10 points, one of his better outputs of the season, I think. Next game... My team's a damn shame against Gallup in the Woods. I had Leanne taking this one over Stanton with his uh, lack of Devontae Adams. And, well, didn't help that had the COVID-related Deontay Johnson on by, all that kind of stuff. But Leanne had another strong week, 129 to 101. Good performance from Dalvin Cook, like I had said. Minnesota's offense looks like it's turning it on. Kyler Murray's been putting in some solid games. And uh, McKinnon, actually has been doing pretty well in place of Raheem Mostert, who was out for Stanton. So that puts him at a two-player disadvantage right there, even though he had a good start to the week with Melvin Gordon and a solid uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers game. He was still pretty much buried by Leanne's overall lineup. Next one, another correct one, Deshaun of Kamara virus against Ridley's Believe It or Not. Aaron takes down Danny, 102-87. to Tough game for Danny, man. Calvin Ridley did not show up for some reason. I'm pretty sure he was playing. I didn't see anything that said he was out. So even though Latveria, Dr. Doom Murray had a strong game and actually outscored Kamara, Danny just didn't have enough firepower on his bench to make up for a zero and not having Godwin or McCaffrey in the lineup. On Aaron's side, strong performance from the running backs. Robinson, Kamara, Carson. When you're starting with that, it can kind of cover up some weaknesses in other areas. But looking for DJ Moore's got to start coming out of his shell. There's a lot of potential there in this lineup. Hopefully Cam, COVID Cam comes out of his uh, uh, hiatus there and gives him some options at the quarterback position. Next game, close one where I was wrong again because the walking ER took down Chark Week 122 to 121 basically. Uh, There's a 1.4 difference in these games. Bryce had Todd Gurley, a couple touchdowns there. Took some shit away from all the Atlanta receivers. That was a little bit of a surprise there. 
since they were playing from behind. Overall, decent games from his team. On Grant's side, Jared Allen had almost 30. Um, Allen Robinson, another strong game. Aaron Jones, almost 20 points too. Um, Zeke with 17 is just the bottom of the lineup with Hayden Hurst. Daryl Henderson, and of course, defense and kicker, fucking unpredictable. Just needed a couple more points there, but I can't feel bad from anyone about that since I lost by .06 the other week. And last game of the week, speaking of missing out, Jared, pop star, not a doctor, misses the high week by about a point. 137 to 94, he pounded on Ryan a little bit. I had actually chose Ryan on this one. But I couldn't predict uh, Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb going out in the first quarters of their games. And for Ryan in particular, losing Nick Chubb made Kareem Hunt more viable for Jared. So it was kind of like a double-edged sword there where he just got stabbed twice. Offset strong games from Thielen and Singletary. On Jared's side, George Kittle goes off for 33 points. Strong games from Amari Cooper and the aforementioned Kareem Hunt. It was enough to balance out a point four from Jordan Howard and a weak showing from DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, and Matt Ryan deciding not to throw any touchdowns and give him all the girly. So if he just had a little bit more, he takes the high week there. That's it for the week four review. And on to the week five preview. Starting from the top, I be your Clyde against Chark Week. I have a 126 to 120 projection advantage over Grant. But that's with Julio Jones in, and we're not really sure if he's going to be playing this week. So that projection could be basically about even. For this game, I think I'm going to lean with myself on this one, just on the sense that one of Grant's top guys is on a bye this week, Aaron Jones, thinking that'll put him just bit of a disadvantage in that sense. Some of his matchups look a little bit tougher with Allen Robinson at Tampa Bay, who's been pretty good this year, Tyler Boyd against Baltimore, and Johnny Smith against Buffalo. So it looks like he's facing a little bit tougher defenses than me. Next game, TB determined against the walking ER. We got John against Bryce. John has a slight disadvantage, uh, 114 Point seven three to one seventeen point three two on the projection. Nothing really jumps out too much. I'm probably going to lean with John just on the bounce back of the two running backs who at least Jonathan Taylor has looks like a pretty much better matchup against Cleveland who's Although they've been doing well in offense, their defense hasn't picked it up. Metcalf and Lockett are both against Minnesota, so that should kind of balance each other out. And then I'm just going to lean with Brady over Wentz. I, I do not like Carson Wentz. And fuck Philadelphia, too. Fuck them all. Next game, my team's a damn shame against Fantasy Team. We've got the battle for L.A. Stanton has the 107.91 disadvantage against Royce's 111.11 projection. For this one... Uh, Stanton's had a rough go of it. Well, Devontae Adams is now on a bye. Aaron Rodgers on a bye. Uh, Mostert still questionable. We don't know what's going on with that. So I am going to lean with Royce just because of Dak Prescott and his constant 400-plus yard games. I think he hit 500 recently. Was that last week? And uh, multiple touchdowns. I don't know. They doesn't matter who they play. It seems like they like to spot the other team about 20, 25 points, and then they have to furiously come back. So just based on that and him probably going to be scoring 45 points over his projected for 28, he's probably going to score 45. So 
going to lean with Royce in this one. Next game, Ridley's Believe It or Not against Gallup in the Woods. Uh, Leanne has the huge advantage in projection, almost 119 to about 102. Of course, Danny is a little bit late with replacing people on buy. He's eventually going to put in a kicker, so that projection will tighten up a little bit. But, shit, hard to go with the guy who's missing McCaffrey and Godwin's still questionable. He's just had a kind of a rough time with it in the injury department. I don't think you can count on Dr. Doom Latveria Murray making two touchdowns every week, so you gotta figure he's gonna regress there. And on Leanne's side, Dalvin Cook going up against Seattle. That's always an invitation for, uh, points. Uh, <laughs> seems like it's always a score fest for any Seattle game because their defense, kind of like a sieve right now. But actually, it's funny because they make enough plays, impact plays, they make enough of those, but man, they give up some stats, so it's a, it's a great, uh, game to be involved with. <laughs> For fantasy football purposes, Jack McKinnon might underperform. We'll have to see what happens with Raheem Mostert. But overall, Leanne's players look like they're in pretty decent matchups. Nothing jumping out as far as something that needs to be concerning. Next game, Breeze in the Trap against the Marvel Universe, the cousin battle. Uh, Brent has a 115.67 to 112.1 projection advantage. That's buoyed in no small part by Ryan being uh, missing Eckler and, uh, Nick Chubb. So maybe he'll get Le'Veon Bell back sometime soon. I think it's been about three or four weeks since he came out. Looking at the lineups, I am not going to go against Lamar Jackson. If, I mean, if there's no clear advantage anywhere, I'm, I'm going to go with the team that has Lamar Jackson. Even though Brent's running backs do have tougher matchups with Mixon at Baltimore, Miles Gaskin at San Fran, I think he's just going to have enough firepower to outlast Ryan, who's unfortunately got to plug in some replacements, and hopefully he can find the solid alternative to Jordan Aikens, who has uh, got a big red Q next to him, and I know he went out early last week, so might be a good idea to do some uh, shopping on the waiver wire there. And final game of the week, the closest projection. We have Popstar Not a Doctor against Deshaun of Kamara Virus. Jared and Aaron are basically in a dead heat at 127.49 to 127.84. For this game, I am going to lean with Aaron, just uh, that three-headed monster, James Robinson, Chris Carson, Alvin Kamara. It's a Fuck, it's tough to go against that. I'm just glad we don't have four running back spots because he could plug in James Conner. <laughs> Jared's side, I mean, he's got some pretty good matchups too. Matt Ryan against Carolina. Hopkins going against the Jets. Um, the one that's a little concerning, I think, is Kareem Hunt going up against Indy, who's had a pretty tough run defense. And Derrick Henry going up against Buffalo. you got to figure, if they're smart, they're going to pretty much focus on Henry. They're going to try to take him out of the equation at least if they're going to if you're going to lose to Tennessee, you don't want to get fucking run on. So, yeah, I'm going to give Aaron the advantage on that. And that's it for the week 5 preview. Hopefully, I don't know, I'm tired of losing, man. Fuck fantasy football. Anyway, talk to you guys later.